Francisco. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Rejection is a Bitch podcast, episode five. My name is Mel. I'm a master life and relationship coach, and I partner with divorcees facing rejection to help them discover acceptance within. And today's topic is mama trauma. Yeah, I know that sounds juicy. Let's get right into it. But before we begin, please hit that like button for your boy. Subscribe or follow. Comment your thoughts in the uh, comment section below. I want to hear what you have to say on this topic and share this with at least one person. Comedian Chico Bean recently went on a popular radio show, The Breakfast Club. His dating preferences uh, were brought up during that conversation. And let's take a listen to that to see what he had to say. Be in a relationship. Or so. you don't never want to be in a relationship? No. Not even, not even a girlfriend? No. Why would I do that? That is the no. Look at my man over in the corner. You wish somebody right. would have said that on the mic before. He's from no. Ghana. He want five wives. Oh, uh, good for you. <laughs> good for you. As long as you can afford them, you should be able to so have. You don't want to live with anybody. No, 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 no. I don't. Nah. And you know, like I said, I you know I get most of my you know interaction and in, in relationship you know dependence from the environment that I come on come from rather. Mm -hmm. And I watched my mother go through my whole life never finding a man to keep it real with her and tell her exactly what it was that was going on. So I'm being, I'm out here just trying to be the nigga that my mother never had. I don't have no lies to tell you. I'm, I don't have no lies to tell you. I feel like if somebody would have gave Wanda the opportunity, she would have been a hell of a soldier for somebody who was worth it. And it would have made our life easier. So for me, I don't have no lies to tell you. You're not going to be the only woman that I ever, that's it. It's illogical to me. To even allow a woman to think that if I love you and care about you, there's no way I would allow you to think that as a man that you are going to be the only woman that I want to what deal with. What if she's with. okay with you dating other people? Well, that's cool. But it's, the thing is, I'm going to be honest with you about that from the jump. My goal, my whole mantra is no victims, only volunteers. You'll never be a victim to no bullshit, only a volunteer to my truth. So you have a choice as to whether or not you want to deal with me or not. But you have to understand that you won't be the only woman that I deal with. Now, wait a minute, ladies and gentlemen. Help me out. Did he just blame his mother for his relationship issues? That's what it sounded like to me. I don't know about y'all. It sounded like he just blamed his mother for his relationship issues. Now, first off, let me say that Mr. Bean has every right to choose whatever path he wants. By no means is anything I'm saying applying right or wrong to his personal preferences. Secondly, let me say I mean absolutely no disrespect to Mr. Bean or his mother. With that said, let's break this down. Now, first off, he says he never wants to be in a relationship. Now, this is a prevailing thought, of course, more and more with millennials. The idea of a long-term relationship in, ma in marriage is not on the priority list of most millennials. According to PewResearch.org, studies taken as recent as May of 2020 says a majority of millennials are not currently married, marking a significant change from past generations. Only 44% of the millennials were married in 2019, compared to 53% of Gen Xers, 61% of Boomers, and 81% of Silence at, its, at a comparable age. Now take a listen to this. Black millennials are far less likely to be married than millennials in any other racial ethnic group. That's at 24% compared to 51% of Asians, 48% of whites, 
and 42% of Hispanic millennials. The racial and ethnic pattern is similar for older generations, but the gap between black adults and others have widened since 1968. Now, ladies and gentlemen, what has changed since 1968? Now, as that article says, this is not specific to the black community, but what has changed since 1968? Now, I'm not trying to give a complete history lesson or go too deep into political conversations because, of course, this is not a political podcast. But I want to take a look here very quickly at what happened in this, what I deem as an intentional demolition of the black family by the U.S. government. So with the installment of the welfare system and Section 8 housing and other government aid programs, it eliminated men from their households. For a lot of these programs, for the women to receive their assistance, they could not be married. So what would happen, the women would either leave their man or hide their man in order to keep the assistance. Let me be fair and say some of these men willfully volunteered to leave their homes. They willfully were part of this scam. And what this did is totally give the authority and the power of the household to the black woman. This shift in power has flipped this once nuclear family-oriented community into a complete matriarchy. Now, some of you may be asking, what's wrong with it being a matriarchy? I don't have to answer that question. I'm going to let Mr. Bean answer that question for you. This is what he says. He said, I get most of my interaction and relationship dependence from the environment that I come from and watch my mother go through my whole life never finding the man to keep it real with her and telling her exactly what it was that was going on. So I'm out here just trying to be the man that my mother never had. In my opinion, the matriarchy creates an environment where Mr. Bean had to see his mother go from man to man and never find one man to be honest with her. Mr. Bean, I'm not sure if anyone's ever told you this, but those men never had any intention to be with your mother. Since the 1960s, the family dynamic is that mama stays and men come and then they leave. There are no expectations for men to stay by your mama or those men. Expectations is the root of that problem, sir. The next thing he says, I feel like if somebody would have gave one of the opportunity, she would have been a hell of a soldier for somebody who was worth it, and it would have made our lives easier. Now, he's speaking as if this is an innate thing and an innate fact about all these men his mother dealt with. He's acting as if she has no control over that situation. She had no choice but to find each of these men. Frankly speaking, and of course I'm not aware of the specifics of the situation, but if she would have waited for marriage to have those children or stayed with their father, or, you know, here's a novel concept that, you know, may be foreign to a lot of people. What if she would have waited until her kids were all adults before she dated again? If all those was the case, pick one, Miss Wanda. If all those was the case, well, Chico Bean had to see the things that he saw. He talks about his life being hard, but the truth of the matter is, it was Wanda's decisions that made your life hard. Another thing he said is, I'm going to be honest with you about that from the jump. My goal, my whole mantra is no victims, only volunteers. 
Now, I have to be honest, this is one point of his that I actually agree with. You know, my belief is that it's vitally important to, to let your intentions and what you plan to do with that person, let it be known up front. Allow them to make that decision. And if they decide that they can't deal with what your intentions are or what you want to do with the relationship, then it's up to you to either hold on to that and, and leave or to hold on to them and get rid of what you desire. But being up front, it's like the first rite of passage for respecting someone. It's common sense. Respect somebody. So I say this to everyone, but specifically to the fellas. I mean, we know that men can be crazy. You know, we got a lot of things out here we like to do. We see polygamy is going crazy, going wild. If you really want to do that, look at the show Sister Wives. It may talk you out of it. But the thing about <laughs> when it comes to the things that men want in life and the things that men want in relationships, just talk to your lady. You never know. She may be that much into you that she may go along with it. Or it may be through that conversation that you realize that it's more worth keeping her than losing her. But Mr. Bean is talking about he wants volunteers and no victims. Well, sir, the first volunteer that you ever met was Wanda. Ooh, I know that hurts. She was not a victim. She was a product of her own decisions. She made decisions that adversely affected you and your siblings. She exposed you to things that a child should never see or experience. So if anyone was a victim, it was you and your siblings. You was a victim of mama trauma. However, as an adult, you were faced with the crossroad. You had to decide, do I A, perpetuate the same toxic relationship that I observed growing up? Or do I B, start a nuclear family and provide stability to my children so that they won't have the same story when they are adults. I would say that he chose option C. He actually created a new version of toxic relationship patterns that will more than likely lead his children to not only have to deal with the issues that were passed down to him through his mother, but now the issues that he's passing down. The truth is, God, Mr. Bean hasn't effectively dealt with what he experienced from his mother's dating habits. He basically placed a Band-Aid on a gunshot wound. His method of dating is flawed because it's built on a false premise. He has a biased view of what happened to his mother. So he built up a way that he won't become the same man that his mother dated. Let's be real honest here. Truth be told, every woman that he dates is Wanda. He is dating women that voluntarily don't require any type of commitment from him. I have this mantra and this saying that I say to myself all the time that prevents me from recreating some of the things that I saw growing up. What we hate, we recreate. What we hate, we recreate. Mr. Bean is harboring hatred for those men and harboring hatred towards the circumstances that he grew up in. Based on his mother's decisions, is how he got into those circumstances, but he is harboring hatred towards that. And in turn, he recreated an updated version of that same circumstance. And my ultimate question to all of us is, what does our parents' relationship history and choices have to do with us? The reality is Mr. Bean is not alone. Millennials all over America are fearful that we will end up just like mom and dad. 
that we will be hurt just like mom was, that we'll be used just like dad was used. They believe that marriage is a scam overall. They believe that marriage is a scam and overrated. They believe that divorce is the inevitable outcome. And all of that may be very well true. But I want to know, is that your story or is that the horror story that you have experienced through your parents? Is that true for you? Have you accepted that as your reality? If so, why have you? This doesn't have to be the case. Mama's trauma has nothing to do with you. Let's be frank. We have our own trauma to deal with. Why carry on someone else's baggage? And I'll be honest, at one point, this was a hard lesson for me to accept. It took two things in my life for me to finally get over my mama's trauma. The first thing I did was I applied this quote to my life, to every aspect of my life. The greatest freedom is the freedom of choice. Now, you said on the podcast before, but it's really true. The greatest freedom is the freedom of choice. Mama made her choices, and she's now a product of her choices. It's so easy to put someone in a victim narrative. It's so easy to see the excuses and, and, the, and the reasons and the factors behind someone's issues. But until we let them go and understand they made their choice, so that allowed them to get those outcomes, what does that say about us? If you're still holding on to their choices, what freedom do you have? The freedom you have is what you choose to do from here. Do you allow yourself to linger and to feel the, the pain of mama crying at night? I know that was true for me. Saw my mother crying through several relationship issues she had, and I took the, took the, the brunt of that. Took it personal. Like, I would never let a woman go through what my mom is going through now. And what I hated, I recreated. That was part of the reason that led me down to divorce, my first marriage. Don't recreate what you hate. And the second thing I did, I talked this through with the professional coach. I had to partner with someone. Had to get some things out. Everyone around here, no shade to anyone, but everyone's calling themselves a coach nowadays, which is true. But not everyone, not, like I said, no shade, but not everyone has a certification. And with certified coaching, it's not advice. It's not telling you what you should do, how you should go, what you should feel. It's allowing you to express yourself and asking specific questions that allows you to find the answers that lie within. The answers are within. Every one of us have a spiritual nature about us, and there may be some things in us that need to be unlocked. That's what coaching does for us. And if you're ready to take that step, if you understand that you have mama trauma, if you had daddy issues, you have some things that you're holding on from your parents, if you're ready to take that step, I encourage you to contact me. I want to be your coach. You can contact me on my website, lifecoachingbymail.com. My email, mailcoaching at yahoo.com. Or DM me on any platform that you may be watching this on. Let's connect today. <laughs>